1: slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
0: Will your NFL team find an answer at offensive tackle and free agency? We're examining the crop of players and playing matchmaker today on the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast.
2: You are locked on NFL scouting with the Draft Dude, your daily podcast for NFL and college football scouting. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every
0: day what's better than this it's guys being dudes here on the locked on nfl scouting podcast we're the draft dudes i'm joe marino from locked on bills he's kyle krabs from locked on dolphins and we are your nfl experts here with you daily to talk team building across the league on the locked on nfl scouting podcast with the draft dudes part of the locked on podcast network your team every day want to issue a big thank you shout out and welcome to our everydayers Those of you who make us your first listen every single day, we appreciate y'all being here very, very much. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150 if your bet wins.
3: So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Joe, I have good news and bad news. The good news is this show is probably going to be relevant to just about everybody because everybody needs offensive line help. Bad news, this is not a good class of free agent offensive tackles. And that's before some potential re-signings that can potentially just take even more of the wind out of these sails. So a little bit of a conflict, a little bit of a rock and a hard place that we are finding ourselves in, but we are going to explore where there may be some answers for teams out there.
0: The premier name's probably Tyron Smith, the left tackle from the Dallas Cowboys, but it feels like every piece of momentum is for him to return to Dallas, and mm-hmm. he's not going to hit the market. And so like if you remove him from the list of players that could be on different teams, it, it dwindles down pretty significantly, and you're left with this top of the market being Michael Unwenu from the Patriots, Jonah Williams from the Bengals, Jermaine Lumineer from the Raiders, like that, Calvin it drops Smith, off
3: quick. Yeah, George Fant, Trent Brown, Mackay Becton. It's a pretty lean group, and like, there's a there's a real chance in Wayne News back in New England too. Should be, <laughs> he should, oh. be.
0: yeah. <laughs> Okay, so you mentioned a couple of AFC East tackles there, and Trent Brown, um, and Mikai Beckton. Yep, and both really just Strong. not appealing to me at all. Uh, Beckton was a disaster this past season, and credit to him for being available and playing. And uh, what I mean, he did he miss time? I don't think he did, right? Like he was available this season. That was great, but the tackles for the Jets were an absolute disaster, and he was a big reason why. Trent Brown, it felt like he clocked out. Like, like he had it felt like he was having a pretty good season, and then whether it was like being vocal about Malik Cunningham, and then like just he just had enough, just being disinterested, the like,
3: Patriot way, Joe. He was done. He, he was out of the Patriot way.
0: Yeah, let's just call it what it is. So now you you're just like, like those guys were starters, but I don't know. It's a roll of the dice for those players.
3: Yes. Um. Give me Becton. Over Trent. Trent Brown has better resume, better film, better track record, has received several contracts in the NFL versus Becking coming off a rookie deal. But the thing with, with Trent Brown is as a 31-year-old offensive tackle who play definitely declined over the last two seasons. Their, I mean, their offensive line was an objective disaster, and they had him change spots in 2022. And he checks out the way that he does. He was already like an abnormally large offensive tackle. And Becton's dealing with that durability stuff now, but uh, you, you worry about a body type like Trent Brown having longevity. I think his feet were super heavy. It's just a player where I, I think somebody's going to see the name Trent Brown, and their team is going to sign him, and they're going to feel like, okay, like we gotta, I, don't, I don't know that he's a starting caliber player anymore. So give me, give me the guy at least with some upside as a 25-year-old who played 90% of the snaps last year or him. You're muted, sir.
0: You mentioned Donovan Smith, who was the starting left tackle for the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Kind, of, kind of down the stretch there, you had some thoughts that maybe Wanya Morris was the preferred option for them at left tackle. Yes. I don't think anyone should be lining up for Donovan Smith. Andrus Pete, I'm sure the Saints are thrilled that that contract's finally over with. Yes. Now, Position flexibility, maybe there's some appeal there, but like, man, thank God the draft has the goods when it comes to offensive tackles because there's a couple of guys that might get overpaid and we'll talk about some of them in just a minute when we play matchmaker, but this is more like, hey, if I
3: was looking for depth, I mm-hmm. Yeah, we we can get a little interested here. Uh, oh, and that that's an even better point you make about the. There might be what ten top fifty offensive tackles in this year's class. Who's going to pay an above market tackle contract, knowing, hey, let's just play the weight. Like, if you don't have a first or second round pick, okay, go sign a guy. But if yeah. you <laughs> if you need um, help and you have you have an early pick or you, you just even a first round pick. I wouldn't be committing to paying any of these guys. And I think that's really going to suppress their market. And, and maybe they don't move. Maybe the dollars are low, but Joe, we say even maybe the dollars are low. Jermaine Illuminor is one of the better tackles available. He, his last APY was $3 million. George Fant, one of the better tackles available. His APY was $3 million. Donovan Smith signed for $3 million. Trent Brown, 6.5. Okay. Um, a lot of these guys are two, two and a half, three, three and a half million dollars on the market. So you're probably going to get a lot of one year deals for about the same dollar amount. Yeah. And I would not be surprised if there's a lot of holdovers for these 30 plus year old tackles into May and June. You get through the first compensatory pick window. Yeah. You get through the draft. Uh, I don't expect a very robust movement. One of the better tackles available is a restricted free agent with the Rams. Lark well, Jackson, yeah, Lark Jackson. It's a bit of a surprise, but I, I guess a good scheme fit for McVay when you think about what he was at Iowa coming out. Wasn't he considered like the other tackle? Yeah, with Werfs. Yeah, yeah. I I wasn't overly fond of him. He's exceeded my expectations. For mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, likewise. Um, but took they paid Joe Nopum? They paid him, like, big dollars. Yeah, and he's a cut candidate for them now. Right. Should be. I mean, if you infuse Joe Nopoom's name into this conversation. Doesn't change. Doesn't change. He's probably pretty high up on the pecking order of guys I'd be interested in, at least kicking the tires on. He's got positional flexibility. Play inside and outside.
0: He's in a group of, like, Yash Nijman, Kendall Lamb, Chris Hubbard, Charlie Heck. You know, like, okay, we got some swing tackles here that are Josh appealing. Jones. It, Josh Jones kind of fits that exactly. Yeah, that's that would be that bucket. I feel like there's a wild card here, Kyle. It's Chuk Sakorafor with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. Um, they have what's interesting is they drafted Broderick Jones. They had Dan Moore. It feels like they've been wanting to replace Dan Moore. They also had Chuke for who they paid. Yeah. And then he's already been cut. Like, he's a street for Roderick
3: Jones, right, is a first-round pick. And, and Dan Moore, as a utility player, probably has more value because he's can play different spots. Of course, but, like, so I get it. you feel like Chooks is
0: maybe a wild card here. Like, could be a, a potential value signing. Like, if you look back at this next year at this time and feel like, oh, what really worked out
3: might be him. He's a three-year starter for Pittsburgh prior to this season. And I like Chu. I was notoriously high on Chu's coming out of Western Michigan, so I I, I like the profile there. Um, yeah, I think that's a great call out as far as a name who has already been cut from his previous contract. So there's some salary cap dynamics there, but that's a player who has youth, athleticism on his side, and playing experience. Yeah, where. A lot of these other guys, I mean, you mentioned Josh Neishman from, from Green Bay, right? He's played one, he's had one season where he's played more than 53% of the snaps on offense. So there's a lot of, even the young guys, that's like, okay, like swing tackle upside capability. A lot of these guys, just quite frankly, they, they still haven't played. And that's the concern for you want to know what you're getting. So if you're a fan of a team that needs offensive tackles, Keep this conversation in mind because you're in the same boat as about 30 other teams. Well, 26 other teams probably are like, yeah, we really need a tackle. Yeah. And there's like three guys. (laughs) Yeah. They're either older or they, they have their fair share of concerns.
0: Well, we'll play some matchmaker here in just a moment. We're going to find the best destination for Michael and Wayne. You Jonah Williams, Jermaine Illuminor and George Fant here. The, most appealing tackles that at least Kyle and I found in studying this class. So stick with us. We're going to break that down for you here in just a moment. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Sometimes we all need the opportunity to get something off our chest. Big or small, certain things can really start to get to you, and it's important to let that out, especially to someone who's unbiased on your life. Therapy can be something different for everyone. Most of us have bigger problems than what's going on with our favorite sports teams, and it's important to get those things off your chest every once in a while. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It's not just for those who've experienced major trauma. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be flexible and suited to your schedule. Visit BetterHelp.com slash on, and that'll get you 10% off your mo- your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.com slash on.
4: limitations apply see terms at discover.com slash credit card
3: so let's start with the best presumed free agent that is going to be available so not tyron smith and if we were doing matchmaker for tyron smith he'd be in dallas dallas Darn. there it is we Great. did it okay so there's your bonus player we already got one in and we're
0: yeah <laughs> i don't think i have <laughs> bonus players for
3: you with... today man None. None at uh, all michael and wayne you has played guard Stabilized offensive tackle this season was supposed to be Riley Reef spot. He got hurt from the jump. Big surprise there. And uh, was banged up at the start of the year himself. Uh, they really had some interior offensive line issues in New England. The way they ultimately ended up settling it was uh, some of the rookies stepped up, mm-hmm. and And kicks outside to take Reef spot at right tackle. You love the positional flex. One thing I know about Michael and Nguyen-Yu, Quality starter offensive lineman who was a sixth, what, sixth round pick, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, late round guy.
3: But you're going to want the money, so I, yeah. I don't think there's going to be any hometown discounts involved here, which is good news for New England because they have the second most cap space in the NFL, right? Yeah, now. yeah. But is there a spot you like better for him than just running it back to New England? Which I feel like you will have because you've kind of shied away from just putting him back with the team. Yeah.
0: Well, he should go back to New England, and New England should prioritize bringing him back because there's no chance Trent Brown's back. And do you really want to replace both of your tackles, especially when you have young players at guard? You know, I just don't feel like that's the right recipe. So New England should probably – this should be one of their hot, top priorities. I know they have Kyle Duggar as well to figure out, but mm-hmm. they should prioritize bringing Michael and Wayne U back. I do have another team that if you hits the market that
3: I think should be all in on him. So do I. Okay. And I thought that this was a very open and shut argument for this team. I would agree. It's in all capitals on my notes, Kyle. So, and full transparency, we have not done this before or we have not cross-referenced notes. We agreed on the names. We went and did our own homework and we came back. We've had some success overlapping. We'll see if we do it here: AFC or NFC? AFC. I'm also in the AFC. Are you in the AFC East or North or AFC South or West? Eastern North. I am also in the AFC Eastern North. Are you in the AFC North? No. Okay. So We're we different. are different. We're different. Okay. I assume you went with the New York Jets then? Yeah, I, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I went with the Cincinnati Bengals. Understandable. So Jets, offensive line tire fire, objective disaster this past year. Yep. Their only consistent performer from an availability standpoint. Was Lake and Tomlinson, and their best performers, uh, continue to struggle with with health. I think Joe Titman maybe is the best of both worlds from performance and availability standpoint. What else you got for for Jets? Oh it, well, I
0: desperation. That's the that's the word for the Jets, right? Like they're trying to. Get out of the AFC East cellar. They've been there for a long, long time. They Finished third this past year. I, okay, Chill. when was the last time they weren't bottom two in that division? Right, like come on, Rex Ryan was coaching the team, uh, and they're going to the AFC Championship, but nine and seven or whatever they were. So it's been a while, and they're in this window with Aaron Rodgers that I, I guess is two years. You got to give it every shot you can to to get this done. Like you've made you've made your bed, time to sleep in it. And boy, oh boy, you better get yourself some offensive tackle help or else, you know, we saw Aaron Rodgers last a very short amount of time this past season. You want to protect him with everything you can. Michael and Wayne is going to be an asset there, but he's also a big-time run blocker, and that's going to be an important part of their ability to win. I just think he's a player that they need to prioritize. They, I mean, they have a draft pick that they can get a tackle, but that's not, they don't need one tackle. They need two.
3: Right. Let's get this done. So the good news, and I know we did this when we did the, the debrief. Uh the Jets can restructure Quentin Williams, John Franklin Myers, DJ Reed with basic restructures and have more than enough cap space to accommodate for Michael and Wayne. I really don't have a ton of outgoing guys that you're going to lose sleep over. Maybe Jordan Whitehead, certainly Bryce Hall are um Bryce Huff. Bryce Huff, thank you. Man, I'm just sitting here looking at over the cap, and they had them right stacked on top of each other, and my eyes could not move off of Bryce Hall because it's like, I know it's Bryce <laughs> with an H. Um, they're specialists, more or line. Like that, that's your, your primary guys you got to bring back. So you feel pretty good about not burning up a bunch of ta- cap space. I, I don't know, Joe. I guess the question is, are they going to go for another weapon or are they going to go for the offensive line with big dollars? That's my they my They need word. both. They, they they do need, need both. both. They do need both. Are, are they gonna have enough resources to do both is the question. As far as Cincinnati goes, uh, who is my team for Michael and Wayne, you, they've gone after power tackles. I think that's that's part of the the selling point for me, whether it was Lyle Collins or Orlando Brown Jr. as tackles that they have brought in to the fray and spent big dollars for with mixed success. Now you got another power tackle that's out there and can play on the right side, which is where your current vacancy is with Orlando Brown Jr. And uh, they they are currently operating with the fifth most salary cap space in the NFL. If you want to have a little bit more complimentary dispersion of, of where you're paying your top contracts to, I think you can afford a, another tackle. I'd rather pay two tackles 17 than pay two wide receivers 25 to 32. You know, so it's like they're in this weird spot, but they certainly have a need there. Uh, Joe Burrow coming off the injury. You want to make sure that their offensive line's in the best position it possibly can be to to keep him on the field. He's had a couple of injuries now, uh, so that's kind of in the back of your mind. I would want to get that group right, and they really struggle to run the ball, and you mentioned his ability to serve as a run block.
0: I got something for the Bengals, but it's it wasn't annoying you. hope it's not Jonah Williams
3: either. It's not Jonah Williams, but I'm ready to okay. discuss him. <laughs> okay, let's shift gears. Uh, Jonah Williams, are you in the AFC or are you in the NFC? AFC. I am also in the AFC. So are you in the AFC East and North or South and West? South and West. I am also in the AFC South and West. What division are you in? South. I'm in the West. Uh Uh-huh. So... Not a lot of overlap here so far today. So who do you have? AFC South team. I have the Tennessee Titans for Jonah Williams. I'm I'm not allowed to talk about Titans. Well, I uh well I,
0: no, I don't, don't want to I just don't want to be no, we're gonna bad, talk we're gonna talk about we're gonna talk talk about, talk about right. it. Maybe we'll piss off more Titans fans along the way because that just seems to be our MO. Actually, this division sort of hates us, right? Well, not this division, it's just Jaguars fans and Titans. Fans. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. I mean Texans fans, y'all are cool and Colts fans, y'all are cool. Um Okay, so, yeah, the, the Titans have needs on the offensive line. Peter Scurroncy is going to play guard, right? I mean, they drafted him early. He played left guard last year. And Dillard was a flop at left tackle. They, they need to get things figured out here. And here's – well, you have you have Brian Callahan, who knows Jonah Williams, obviously, from their time together at Cincinnati. But what an opportunity now that Bill Callahan is coming over to coach this offensive line. And I don't know, he's, he's the guy, right? He's the one. He's the best offensive line coach of our time here. Well, right now in, in the NFL. One of the best of our time. I feel like it's a great opportunity for Jonah to go and, and get, get back to playing left tackle. I, I feel like that was a big sticking point for him. He, he pushed back on that. He gets a chance to go back, play left tackle with familiarity with a great offensive line coach for a team that absolutely needs to stabilize that offensive line.
4: Okay.
3: I think I cash space, so. I went with the Raiders. Raiders, Jermaine Illuminor, who's another player we're going to talk about in just a moment, uh, is an expiring contract. Uh, So you're swapping out effectively uh, Jonah Williams for uh, Jermaine Illuminor in this hypothetical scenario. But Jonah's a couple years younger than what Jermaine Illuminor is. So it kind of gives you a little bit more of a runway. Uh, The the Raiders have some pieces on the offensive line. Obviously, Colton Miller and Dylan Parham's a, a young. It was a second-year player at left guard. Andre James at center. It's about a $5 million a year player. We're going to talk about him and the rest of the interior offensive line group tomorrow on the show, which I think there's a lot of really fascinating discussion points there. Van Roten had some high-water moments, uh, but I'm not letting Thayer Munford stop me, who's, who is kind of like the other tackle that stepped in at times when they needed a third tackle. I'm the, Thayer Munford is my succession plan for Jermaine Illuminor. Miss me with it. So uh, I think uh, that uh, Jonah Williams is kind of a nice get younger. So hopefully you have a little bit more runway for whoever your young quarterback is. And hopefully you have a little bit of stability with your coaching staff. So you can go in a direction for more than just a couple years. All right. I dig it. We got
0: more matchmaking to do here in just a moment. Jermaine Illuminar and George Fant. So be sure to stick with us. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because right now new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. That's $150. If your bet wins, you can bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with quick bets, live same-game parlays, exclusive props, and more. They've also got the football's futures bets, cooking, hockey, whatever sports you're into. You can find them over at FanDuel and get in on the action. And, of course, we got this great deal for you. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on and shoot your shot.
4: FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. This is David Harrison of the Locked On Commanders podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Discover. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone?
3: You feel good about what you came up with for either one of these two players? Uh, Reasonably good. Reasonably good. I'm
0: not like over the moon. Okay, um, but I have two landing
3: spots that make sense to me. Okay, so let's let's dive into it. Are are two landing spots? So did you pick one, or did you just have two? Kind of either this or that. No, I. I mean,
0: I assigned a team to each player that I thought made a lot of sense. Oh, I thought you meant for just for
3: the first player we're talking about. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. No. So go ahead. Are you in the AFC or the NFC for Jermaine Illuminor?
0: The American Football
3: Conference. Well, you're staying in the AFC for tackles, huh?
0: Yeah, I didn't mean for this to happen, but it did.
3: Does that mean George Fans in the AFC too? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, I am also in. The AFC for Jermaine Illuminor. Are you in the East and North or the South and West? East and North. Joseph, I'm also in the East and North. We won't be the same. You don't think so? No. I know so. What division? North. Oh, so you gave him to Cincinnati. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, okay. yeah. Go
0: ahead. Go ahead. Well, it's it's everything you said about Michael and Wayne. You like we saw it exactly the same. My thought process was Illuminor is just going to be a lot cheaper. And for what I think they're going to hand out to bring back T Higgins and probably go after a tight end, there's some money to be spent there. I thought maybe going with the economic option at tackle with a guy that kind of fits the prototype we've seen them go after with the physicality that he brings as a run blocker, which I think we can all agree that Cincinnati, a big part of, I think, unlocking their full potential as a team is getting that run game going a bit. I think Aluminor just made sense because, to me, while he's discount player versus U, he's also discount contract, and I think Cincinnati will have to uh, consider that with some of the moves they make this offseason. It's totally fair.
3: Um, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. And I, I know Broderick Jones' first-round pick a tackle – Left tack, move to the left tack. Right. I mean, you go away to the side here, right? But, like, Illuminor has history playing inside Car. as well. Yeah. So, yeah. like, really valuable swing player. Part of the selling point for, for me here, Joe, was, okay, you have Dan Moore, who right now is penciled in as a starting tackle as your, really your swing offensive lineman because the the backup offensive lineman outside of Moore, Siemalu, Mason Cole, James Daniels, and Broderick Jones that are under contract is Dylan Cook, Nate Herbig, and Spencer Anderson. Right, So if you're talking about a one-year, $3 million, $3.5 million, $4 million player at tackle, I really like the utility swing for a guy who meets some of the physicality thresholds you're expecting for Pittsburgh with them having a spot that opens up with cutting Cora for, And then that gives Pittsburgh flexibility to go into the draft and not say, well, we need to draft a tackle so Dan Moore can be our utility offensive lineman and say instead say, okay, how dire is our situation at corner with all these guys that can't move anymore? And then Joey Porter Jr., can we draft somebody at corner if mm-hmm. that's a best player available opportunity? Yeah. So for me, it was just as much about the fit with Pittsburgh stylistically with the economics that would be involved as much as it was Pittsburgh needs to open themselves up and not feel like they're pigeonholed to draft for me. I
0: agree with that. And that's going to be a big talking point with my decision for George Fan as well, where I wanted draft flexibility, um, and George Fan helps me achieve that.
3: Okay, so with that in mind, you've kind of revealed you're in the AFC, correct? Yeah, I didn't kind of reveal; I definitely said it. You, you yeah. said it out loud. Said the quiet part yeah. out loud. It yeah. Out. yeah. Or um, okay. So are you in the East and North? Mm -hmm. or are you in the south and west east and north in the south and west so what team do you have the jets you have them going back to the jets
0: yeah i'm real serious about it Uh, i mean it's they signed a three-year 30 million dollar deal and unfortunately like there was just injuries along the way that that prevented it. And he goes to Houston and winds up having to play a lot of football for them and, and performing quite well. Pass protection, right? We need pass protection. And I, I don't know, like part of this deal was we talked about Michael and Wayne, Yu and, and I, we got him, I got him to the jets and I got excited about that. But the reality is I don't think he gets out of new England. So that doesn't necessarily solve all of our problems. We still need a tackle. And I, like I said, already, I think they need two. and you, you need to have at least one veteran. I don't want to, like, you're not going to have draft two rookie tackles and start them. But the reality here is the Jets, the, the more that I talk about the Jets, and we, we get into their needs this offseason, the less I understand the Will McDonald pick. Didn't understand it at the time, and I, I especially don't understand it right now. While we're sitting here concerned about playmakers, we're concerned about offensive tackle, you know, even, like, they just released Jordan Whitehead, right? Like, there's other problems on this team, and they wanted to get, like, a fifth pass rusher. OK, kind of crazy to me, but the big, big, Bob, solid plan, you know,
3: totally just, a solid thing.
0: I just don't dig it at all. Bottom line is the Jets need offensive tackles. Even if they sign one in free agency, they're probably still going to have to draft one. But if you can sign two, that opens up more opportunities to fill out your roster and the draft. Let's bring George Fant back to, to New York and hope he can stay healthy.
3: OK, and I had the Tennessee Titans down for a lot of the, yeah, I thought about them too. It's a good outline. Obviously the the downside is it's a little bit of an older player for a team. That's probably going to be restarting some of their aspirations, but I think a veteran offensive lineman on a low dollar contract with a second year quarterback is never a bad thing.
0: And what's cool about George Fant is like, he's paid, played almost exactly 2,100 career snaps at left tackle and almost exactly 2,100 career snaps at right tackle. Yeah. Which, that's so huge, right? You feel like some of these guys are just better on one side. The comfort should be there for George Fant to fill in at either tackle spot.
3: Yep, yep. And I think that, that gives you a lot of flexibility, which is really valuable when you're on your offensive line. So that's tackle class, Joe. We made it. We had a compelling, well-thought-out conversation around the tackle class. That um, did, I talk on, I, did I talk on this show before? I think I did with tight ends about how many tiers I have for my free agent studies. I have eight tiers, right?
0: Yeah. So how many tiers? What's what do you got what do you get into your tackles? You got a lot more uh, than Ty- eight.
3: Tyron Smith's the only free agent tackle that's above tier five. Man. So like quality depth options ideally at this stage. oh and
0: you you have and Wayne you classified as a guard, right? Correct. Okay, so that's a Correct. huge point of distinction because I think Unwayne used like legitimately a good offensive line.
3: He's a quality starter on yeah. the offensive line. Yeah. I just think his his ceilings higher at guard.
0: Right. but Is his value higher at tackle? Like you mentioned, late round pick, the guy wants a few
3: bucks. Right. For him, it absolutely is.
0: Especially got to live up there in the New England area. Those lobster tails are expensive, man.
3: Yeah. Patriot way. That's going to do it for us here on Locked on NFL Scouting. Kyle Krabs, Joe Marino, we appreciate you guys checking out the show. We have Into Your Offensive Line coming tomorrow, which is probably of all of the offensive positions, the one I'm most excited to get into. There's a lot of layers, a lot of talent, uh, a lot of interesting game specific types of fits to get into as well. So we have that coming. We look forward to uh, bringing it your way. So find us on YouTube, wherever you listen for your podcast. Make it a great rest of your day. We are out of here.